the blast from our past network. Hey guys, this is a special episode. We got our very first BFOP network-wide roundtable discussion. We got Dustin on there representing the Action Action team, where they discuss 2021's Mortal Kombat. Hope you enjoy it. What's up, everybody? This is Corey from Podcasting After Dark, and welcome to the very first BFOP Network Roundtable discussion. This time, we <laughs> we are talking Mortal Kombat 2021, and I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry to everyone here involved. <laughs> but before we get to our thoughts on, on the movie, I want to go and uh, introduce everybody here. And uh, starting with my pal, Adam. What's up, buddy? Hey, Corey. Yes, I am Adam from three fucking podcasts on this network. I'm from the Blast From Our Past podcast, Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast, and Throwback Trivia Takedown. And I forgot to mention it, but uh, say what, uh, what brought you into Mortal Kombat? Just what was the very first Mortal Kombat anything that you fell in love with? Um, I had uh, a Sega Game Gear, the handheld thing, and I had Mortal Kombat 2. That's the first, like, Mortal Kombat that I actually played. And then, of course, when the movie came out, um, love the fuck out of it. Nice, nice. And uh, congratulations on your on your first home, buddy. That's that's awesome. And Thank you. <laughs> you're, you're, you're recording in your basement, hence the echo. <laughs> All right, John, my man, what is up? What are your podcasts? And uh, what was your first uh, love with Mortal Kombat? I'm John. I am also from the Blast from Our Past podcast and Throwback Trivia Takedown, and thankfully not Cartwright. <laughs> Ooh, wow. Shade Man. coming in hot. <laughs> You're going to do a Mad About You podcast, though, right? I, I would be more down for that than I would be for a Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, John, not a fan of Seinfeld. No, not at all. Um, I actually was thinking about this the other day. I, I think the very first time I ever played Mortal Kombat was after the first one came out, I think we rented a Sega Genesis for the weekend and spent all weekend making up tournaments between uh, me and my brother. And I'm pretty sure I had a friend over and we just, that's what we did all night was we just wrote out tournaments and played them as different characters. Never mind the fact that some people were better players than others. (laughs) Characters were the ones that were important. I'm pretty sure that's actually my first memory of Mortal Kombat, as it were. And then, of course, the movie, the original movie, excuse me. Right. Yes. Uh, yes, got to have, and you had. I'm sure you had that blood code for the Genesis, which which we all did for Mortal Kombat One. Uh, Tim, what's up, my man? What's your podcast? It's, it's starting to sound like who's your daddy and what's he do from <laughs> kindergarten? <Yeah. laughs> what's your podcast and what's your Mortal Kombat love? <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, everybody. Thanks, Corey. What an introduction. Um, <laughs> I feel like I should just let you go for a little bit with that, but we're, we won't. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hey, Tim from you. Talking Back. <laughs> Yeah, Tim from Talking Back, and uh, I just 
straight out hit the OG Mortal Kombat in the arcade. Uh, I was not allowed to go to the arcade, so all the more reason to do it, man. Nice. Then, yeah, nice. Uh, then, yeah, after that, it was Sega Genesis on the Sega Genesis. Blood code. Me too. Got to have yeah, that blood I'm code. <laughs> all right, Diener, my man, what's up? And uh, what's your love for Mortal Kombat? What's up, Corey? I'm Dean from Talking Back. I'm Tim's brother. I feel like we we had different parents sometimes but uh, i was uh, my parents were very strict his were <laughs> were very loosey goosey they didn't let him go to the arcade but they would let him play mortal kombat i never got to play mortal kombat my parents were strict um <laughs> so my introduction to it was the 1995 movie hit ah. that thing hard ah, they still well. had a chance with you dean there was still a chance and to go i think that's what it was right yeah <laughs> i showed a little promise when i was young so they're like we better do something here we better keep him away are, from more late Kombat. already. You know? It's too late. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, we got uh, Zach, my man, from Podcasting After Dark, my brother from Another Mother. What's up, dude? What's happening? Obviously, uh, the less sleazier side to my <laughs> beautiful, bodacious Corey Stevenson. Um, yeah, my, my, my. Backstory with Mortal Kombat is uh, played the hell out of the arcade game and the video game. And when the movie came out, my good buddy Mark Fong dressed up as uh, Liu Kang for the premiere in Sunnyvale, sorry, San Jose, thinking, oh, it's going to be a bunch of people at this thing. There's like six people at this thing. <laughs> and they're like, why are you wearing ski pants and a tank top? And he's like, I'm, I'm Liu Kang. And the guy's like, who? And he goes, just tear my ticket. Okay? Just tear my ticket. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so that's my introduction to Mortal Kombat. And then I just found out the other day that uh, Johnny Cage was inspired by JCVD. So, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I just read that today. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I read it yesterday. Uh, yeah. I was shocked. I was like, oh, that makes sense and disappointed at the same time. Especially if yeah. you look at the the very first Mortal Kombat, the way he's designed, I mean, he looks exactly like. Uh, yeah, it totally uh, makes yeah, sense now. And does I the, just yeah. didn't dawn on yeah. me at the time. Yeah, and uh, all right, and the newest addition to our network, the awesome Action Action Podcast, Dustin, my man, what is up, dude? What is your love for Mortal Kombat? Well, uh, yeah, I think I first played it in an arcade, the original arcade game. And then later I had a Super Nintendo, so I didn't get the blood on that first game, you know, when it came out, which was, oh. uh, you know, it was like gray or like sweat. Mm -hmm. It was supposed to be like sweat or sweat. something. Sanitized. Uh, but Mortal Kombat 2 was the game that really, I really, really fell in love with it. So, and that they put the blood in for that one for some reason. They just kind of caved on their moral code for that. So, worked I, out. I think... <laughs> I think the, if I remember correctly, I think the Mortal Kombat 1 on the Genesis, like, not even barely, like, it just blew away, you know, Super Nintendo's version. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm like you, actually, Dustin, I loved the, the original, played it in the arcade, but I fell in love with Mortal Kombat, with, with Mortal Kombat 2, and to this day, that's honestly one of my favorite arcade games of all time. I love the color palette, I just love the way it looks, but specifically, I love the ninjas. So, we all so the reason we decided to do this is we all have clearly a love for the Mortal Kombat franchise and we you know we found out that this movie was coming out so we were like hey let's talk about this way before the movie came out we, we planned this and uh, I'm just going to jump in with some overall thoughts 
when I watched it, I was <laughs> I was aggressively angry the entire time that I, I felt <laughs> like like what they had done to my franchise. But I watched it again today, and I do have to say I did like it a little bit more the second time when I wasn't being so actively offended by what I was seeing on screen. Um, that's not to say I think there's a great movie there, but there are a lot of positive points about it. I do want to get some overall thoughts, some real quick uh, uh, overall thoughts. Adam, buddy, what, what did you think, my man, when you saw it? Uh, so the one thing I want to mention is I think Mortal Kombat is the one franchise I think that, we, that we've covered actually the most on Blast From Our Past, um, only because... Uh, John and I did it. We talked Mortal Kombat and we did a recasting of Mortal Kombat actually way back in 2018. Um, and then Corey, you and I did a live commentary and then we did a sequels episode uh, also talking Annihilation. Um, I went in with, you know, fairly low expectations and just from hearing your tone, fuck off. I enjoyed myself. I had a good <laughs> fucking time watching this movie. So all you haters, piss off. I fucking, I had a good time. It was, it was good shit. It was good shit. My, my voice gets really high when I get defensive. Now. I, I, I got to say, my, my wife loved it too. She actually had a great time with it. Her and I have been actually fighting all week about it. And uh, we've been well, getting no fatalities it. yet. though. Right? Yeah, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> but, but flawless victories on her end, of course. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you ask. Um, okay. John, my man, what did you think, buddy? I was left... I'll put it this way. Actually, I want to say this. I meant to say this at the beginning. I'm not happy about the fact that I am no longer the person with the best beard on the night. <laughs> oh, I don't know, but I don't know. Dustin looks good. <laughs> that beard is strong on Dustin, though. <laughs> well, I appreciate that, but I think you're doing just fine, buddy. I, yeah, so I, I've been dethroned, and I'm not happy, but I'll... I'll... Um, the opening scene left me incredibly hopeful for a really good movie. The rest of the movie crushed my fucking dreams. That's the best way I can put it in a nutshell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel you, I Arumph. feel you, buddy. Uh, Tim, my man, what'd you think? Well, uh, I'm not going to come in as hot as everybody else because I just didn't really care about this movie, like in any, in any way. Like even That's from the worse. start, That's even actually leading worse. up to it, leading up to watching it, I'm like, I don't care. But I'll, I'll tell you what, um, it, I, okay, I think I'm withdrawn. Like I, I liked how it was starting. I was like, I had zero expectations, and I was, I was watching it. I'm like, well, this is actually okay. Like it looks good. Um, you know, it's violent. This is kind of fun. And then, you know, as it went on, it got worse and worse and worse. And eventually, I just fatalityed myself halfway through it. <laughs> I don't know how it ended. Um, but he, here's the thing is I think there's always a problem taking a video game franchise and making a movie out of a video game franchise, especially one like Mortal Kombat, which doesn't have a story to begin with. It's, it's, there could, couldn't be less of a story in Mortal Kombat. So I think I'll to push back you know, on that, my Corey's man. Gonna, Corey, I think, is our uh, video game knowledge base on that one. Well, I mean, okay, you have your story is very it's a it's a straightforward story. You've got like, you know, a couple worlds and there's uh there's a tournament where they fight each other. But yeah, maybe you can get into each of the characters' backgrounds and stuff like that, but there isn't a really in-depth story there. Uh maybe I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't read any of the comics, but the game is just like, okay, here's like a some scrolling text now fight. Mm -hmm. Um so I think it's it's difficult to make a movie out of that. 
So, uh, but I'm disappointed that with the, with their hands kind of untied, they still tried to follow exactly what the video game was when they they could have created this a new world. They could have made something new with it, but it's especially uh, if they were going to lose the the whole tournament aspect, anyways. Right. Why not just go in any direction you wanted? Yeah, it was okay. Um, it was yeah, okay to bad for me. Dean, the dream. Um, Corey, you let off this podcast saying sorry and no apologies necessary to me, my man. This movie rules. Um, absolutely <laughs> loved it. Totally enjoyed it. There was no time where I was sitting watching this movie being like, man, this thing sucks. It's not a perfect movie. Of course not. Of course it's not a perfect movie. It's not what I was expecting. Sat down, had a real fun time with this thing. And Tim knows that if if people are coming in on an opposite end, if the majority of people are coming in on the opposite end and I'm like lukewarm on something, that means I go hard on it. I, this movie rules. <laughs> I, I love that. And that's what I love about you, my man. So, all right, we got two two against three. Um, all right, Zach, what you think, buddy? I guess I'm like a willow in the wind. I'm just bending to and fro right now because- uh, Be like water. I, I Yeah, well, I wish poetic. this could have been more like water and have, instead of a bunch of, stones kind of guiding the current in a certain direction but uh yeah I, I went into this automatically thinking okay i've already got a bias against all these movies that are going straight to cable straight to streaming versus theater and i am uh have somewhat of conspiracy theory that this is purposeful on the on the uh production companies of the studios parts because they're like this movie sucks wonder woman 84 sucks so we're just going to put it out there so we don't have to lose any more money having it be in the theater so i automatically went in thinking this movie was gonna suck um and and not thinking the original mortal Kombat was like i enjoyed it but i i don't watch it on the regular so i had a low opinion of this film i was uh very impressed by the opening and uh was was taken on the journey i was going with it i'm like okay i'm down with these characters it's cool uh then kano shows up and the guy can't act out of a paper bag, in my opinion. I no, it was Kano, no. Every other word, hey, hot take. Every like other him. word, every other word was fuck. And yes, like, that's Kano though. That's fucking fucking Kano. Fuck. I get that, but like, I feel like a number one acting rule is like, if you can't act, you just say fuck all the time, and it just draws the attention away from your. That's how acting. I fucking podcast. I, I was not. I was not expecting. I was not expecting this whatsoever. Like. I have a whole talking point about why does why do we all love Kano and why he's the best oh. part of the movie. Well, it is literally down is eight I've, on that one. I've literally told everybody the best part of the movie is Kano, and as much as I hate the movie, is how much I loved Kano. Anyways, I'm sorry, Zach. I, we're totally derailing your overall thoughts. My bad, bro. It's all good. At first, I was like, is Sonya Blade a bad actor? No, I think this Kano guy is, and it just wasn't working for me. It just wasn't work for me personally. Um, I, I dug the, uh, the Lewis Tan. I think he's a he's a cool up and coming actor. Uh, I would have liked to see more kind of well known cameos throughout the movie. Would have been more cool, but. Uh, all things considered, uh, I was kind of down overall with the with the content. I didn't think it was terrible. Would I watch it again? No. Do I have far other better movies to watch right now for podcasting after dark? Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> I've seen some Adam's of the like, shit that no, you guys you watch. No, it's not good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know. I was going to say, Zach, I'll push back on that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Depends on what we're watching. Exactly. Uh, I, I'm a huge fan of uh, Hiroyuki Sanada. I think that guy is awesome i think i think that's his name that is his name and i tell you what man i think they did my man dirty 
They, I agree. Wait, which which one? Who are you guys Scorpion talking or Sub Zero? Scorpion. 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 Okay. Okay. Because they yeah. totally marketed this movie as a Scorpion versus Sub Zero thing, and that is yep. not at all what we got. Agreed. They're ruining Scorpion. I'm not true. disagreeing with you. Yeah. That's that's where I was going with it too. I'm like, I want to see more. Oh, we're not going to see more. Yeah. Well, I, sort of. I, I wanted to see more of Kano, <laughs> but well, that's gone. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Um, last there but not least, Dustin. You got th- we got three years of action movies under your belt, and no better person to ask on on this one, my man. What did you think, buddy? Well, you know, I wish I could have a really uh, distinct opinion on this, but I got to come out somewhere in the middle. I, there was a lot of stuff I did enjoy in the movie. I thought the fatalities it was fun to finally get the the level of violence that the Mortal Kombat franchise should have. Because you know the original movie was fun when it came out, but they did not have any blood at all to speak of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like story wise, it's it's pretty shitty, and there's a lot of bad acting going on. Not Kano though. Kano was the fucking man. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, and uh, it was a shame. I think that's true about what you guys are saying about Scorpion. Like he kind of bookends the movie, but that's all we get of him. And he's clearly the best actor in the movie. I like Joe Taslam that plays uh, Sub Zero. He was from The Raid and Yeah, uh, Night Comes for Us and stuff like that. Cool. So he was solid, but most of the acting was was pretty bad. So I I, I don't know. I had some fun with it, but. It's not a not a classic by any means. Okay, okay, all right. Got a got a few in the middle. Got a few that really enjoyed it, and got a few that that hated it. It's 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 all over the place. That's <laughs> for sure. Um, so I I do want to circle back to Kano because that was my favorite part of the whole goddamn movie. Um, I, I'm you know, and I'm I mean I'm not surprised if if you don't like him, Zach. I mean it's all subjective at this point, you know even though you're wrong, he was the best part of the movie. <laughs> I mean, kidding. what, he's sketching? He's he's like, I'm, a, I'm an artist. I want to be a cartoon artist. Fucking yeah. That know. came back, right? That was really important. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's what? just for a little funny bit. I, I, I get it. Oh, look, trust me, I get it. And, and you know, uh, the dude that originally played, played Kano in the original, original Mortal Kombat, I know that guy's no longer with us. Yeah. He, mm. I thought he could act cir- circles around him. I just thought it was like very over the top when everyone else was playing like very low and, and you know, uh, very like understated in many ways. And he, he's like, oh, yeah. And everyone's like, oh, yeah. I found him funny at first and then quickly got annoying because you're right. His energy level never went anywhere it was just always up yeah but come on everyone else is kind of dead in this thing yeah (laughs) that's that i think this is exactly the point of him is his annoying factor you know that's that's the whole reason for kano um and the way you said with everything dead i want to transition just a little quick i thought they did my boy Liu kang dirty the the hero the protagonist of the movie that we all kind of like love or knew he was a bitch in this one Yeah, I did they do anyone that. right in this movie? Who did they do right? Other than Kano. other than Sub Zero, <laughs> yes, Sub Zero and Kano. I, I mean, I, I liked I liked multiple people in this one. Shanks actually I liked Kung Lao. I liked Kung Lao. Kung, 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 Kung Lao, yeah, okay, Kung Lao was cool. He was cool, yeah, he was but cool. they they put him on like this, and it was kind of like Liu Kang put him on this crazy ass fucking pedestal, like he was a god. Uh, I didn't like that. And well, see, all right. So, and I'm I'm actually finding it interesting with the with the discussion. Like, I've played every single Mortal Kombat up until the newest one. Like, I've played every single one of them. And his 
personality is very akin to how he's portrayed in in the later ones um it, it it's it almost it's like they're pulling from some of the personalities and looks and and like overall aesthetic from the last three uh games nine ten and eleven which were number nine was actually a retelling of Mortal Kombat 1, 2, and 3. They totally pulled a Star Trek, a J.J. Abrams Star Trek, and made it so Raiden went back in time to, like, prevent something. So, like, it's still canonical. Like, all the other stuff is still canonical, but now they can go back and retell 1, 2, and 3 um, in one game. And they did some things where they actually, like, like some people died that didn't die the first time type of thing. But the cool thing is it seems like this movie was very much drawing the aesthetic and, and a lot of the personality traits from these latter uh, uh, games that I, I think a lot of you guys haven't actually played yet, which, which I think is interesting. Um, no, as far I, as classic, uh, classic, you know, one, two, and three were perfect. Agreed. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't played any since three. So Same. that's where I fell off. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was going to add too that I, my favorite part of the movie was the opening production title card. Um, I forget the name of the production company, but that was the best part of the movie with that little animatic. Uh, that was badass, whatever it was, like a kaiju kind of battle thing. I'm like, oh, is this the way the movie's going to start? Oh, it's not. The, pr- the problem is you compare that to the 95 opener and that title card of the 95 one is perfection. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I'm not going to disagree with you on that. Now, and Corey, and he- uh, quick question. The character, the main character, Louis Tan's Cole Young, that is not an actual Mortal Kombat character, right? That's brand new for the film. Correct. He, yeah, he is fully new for the film. That's um, kind of wild because we've already got a property that's stuffed to the brim with all kinds of characters, and they're like, you know what we need? We need another fucking character in this thing, a new guy, a new guy who you'd never choose in the video game to play as because he <laughs> sucks. I mean, that is a Matt Tim. I mean. I, you couldn't have said it better. That's exactly how I felt the entire time watching him. I had no problem with the actor, although I thought he was also a bit stale with very low energy and personality. Um, I take all of that as the director's fault. But, dude, you're 100% correct, bro. Like, would I ever select that character in a million freaking years? Yes, I'll select them once to, do, to get their story ending, and then that would be it because I think his design was very boring um and what does he do he, he so he's just an x-men character he just he's what is he gambit like or Col- he's colossus he's got the wolverine like how many punches does this guy take to the face and not show yeah. a mark it's just like is he does he have mutant healing factor well, that's then, what yeah, I'm like like it felt like his power was absorbing kinetic energy yeah. and i was like waiting yeah. for him to like re-put it back out there but right. it just turned him into having these bladed tonfas and i'm yeah, like i guess i, I get why they're doing it like they're do i get why they're doing it they're they're trying to modernize it with like okay here's your main character and he's an MMA fighter, right? Like the, the, the champion of earth is an MMA fighter, which is like the, the newest combat sport. So let's, let's make him that let's have that as his backstory. And then we can have a cool caged ice fight at the end. That is like, was just pain. I thought it was just painful that at the beginning they show this guy's, they show him fighting in the cage and then they kind of wrap it up with him fighting sub zero in the cage in an ice mm. fight i was oh man it hurt it hurt a lot uh, dean <laughs> what were your thoughts on cole well i just wanted i wanted to go yeah i wanted to say that i think it was cool that cole's an mma fighter and he kind of sucks and he kind of takes a beating 
but he doesn't like that first scene is him not wanting to tap out. He lasts pretty long and then he taps out. And then his power becomes that he takes a beating and then he can turn that around on someone. I just, I thought that was pretty cool. He, yeah, he can take a punch. That's his thing. He takes a bunch of punches and then he can stab a stick through Goro's eye. Yeah, can anyone I, else I do that? I don't think so. He's got to store think, that shit I think up. They made him, I think they made him over the hill because Jax, when Jax is talking to him at the very start, he was impressed because this guy was a champion because he beat some big champion. So yeah. I don't understand why you make him sound like the best. And then he's just always getting beaten up on. It didn't make sense. That I, I was kind of lost with that. I, I don't know. I don't know what, what they're doing. I, like a lot of things in this movie, I don't know what they're doing. I get very confused by a lot of things. <laughs> Dustin, what, what were your thoughts, buddy? Oh, well, I was just, you know, what you were saying, Corey, about the energy absorbing uh, factor. I definitely thought the same thing, that he was going to store it up and unleash it in a blast or something like that. And then instead he has like baton things that come out of his arm or something. Uh, blades? I don't know. Uh, yeah, so I, I think... I'm with Dean a little bit. Like, I think the, the concept of the character is not a bad one to be like, oh, he's going to be an MMA fighter. But then, I don't know if it was the performance or what, but he just, he just didn't stand out to me as like, wow, this we really needed this guy in this movie to make a new Mortal Kombat story from. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, we, we've had all these classic characters, and why don't we spend time focusing on the ones that fans want to see? Yeah, yeah, and totally. especially since he's he doesn't really push the plot forward, he kind of gets dragged along with the plot. Uh, Zach, w- was that the, the the actor you were talking about earlier that you like? What, what was he from before? Well, he he's uh well. First, I want to point out that the director this is the first time he's ever directed anything. Okay, it's kind of shocking for such a. I, I would consider this a big budget Hollywood film, I suppose. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. uh Louis Tan was in Deadpool two and. Uh, into the Badlands, which is yeah. a great show. Um, he was uh, Shatterstar in Deadpool too. If anybody doesn't that, remember that, that's yeah. right. Yeah. That's who he was. Thank you, Adam. Thank you. So he's. I mean, look. Yeah, I totally. I don't disagree with what anyone's saying about you know his performance. It was. It was very kind of flat. I thought he had so much potential, and I'm like, this is going to go somewhere, and it didn't go somewhere. And I totally, <clears throat> totally agree with you, Tim. That uh, you know, like he was he has the backstory of being this badass and then suddenly he's he's you know this uh mid carter to mid to low carter you know and and part of me is like they need to take a playbook from the you know pro wrestling and 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 kind of give them give us a reason why he can suddenly become more of a badass as the movie progresses you know instead of just totally getting his ass kicked the whole time it's like no you you would you got you got no hope for the guy if he's going to stay in that in that zone um and I was kind of, I, I get why they use the CGI blood, but man, there were some moments where it just looked really oh, yeah. cheesy as fuck. Like I hate just, the CG blood I squibs. Just, I mean, I get it. I get why they do it, but but, but I'd rather have seen less blood uh, and and have it more be more realistic than some of the gore droppings where I'm just like, uh, just it, it's like they somebody like a kid painted over it with, uh, you know, kid pics or some <laughs> shit like that. So it just didn't work for me. It didn't work for me. And it's and, and I was disappointed when when Jax killed Rico. They're on the pit. Do the pit. Yes. You know, again, on. waiting for that to happen. Yeah. Like, well, it's such a and, and to me, that felt like the whole movie where like they go through all these mental gymnastics to make it not about a tournament and do all these things. Raiden's like, well, I'm going to move you guys over here and put you guys here. And I'm like, 
just make it a tournament. All yeah. your problems are over. If you just make it a tournament, just make a blood sport, make it the make a blood sport and just make it a tournament, learn about the characters there and, and, and do that. Um, but I do want to talk about the blood and the fatalities because that was a huge selling point for this. Adam, you're our most, enth- yeah, Adam, you and Dean are our most enthusiastic. What is, what were your thoughts on the blood? Adam, let us know. What, what did you think, man? And I love how they started off with one, I think the most iconic, the one that really like pissed off a lot of moms was Kano ripping the heart out. Um, Cause that was like, I think iconically one that really pissed off people back in the day. And that was one that we got from reptile. I enjoyed their kind of version of reptile too. I don't need him as a ninja, him as a reptile, I think works really well. Very it threw me back to the 95 movie as well. Um, but yeah, you, you mean, get that. You got to give that over the 95 reptile. Cause I just, oh, rewatched the, I just oh. rewatched 95. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Holy God, the CG. And that is woo. significantly yeah, better, much more, uh, much more um, intimidating and like look like he could actually fuck shit up. Uh, yeah, but like you get Liu Kang's dragon, you get a lot of, I thought, solid fucking stuff with the with their fatalities. Um, I would have li- loved, a, um, you know, a babality or something. Do something stupid just for shit. Friendship. But, yeah, yeah, friendship. friendship. <laughs> but no, it was, it was good. I enjoyed all of the, the death scenes were, I'd say, significantly better than okay. um, even probably what I was expecting. Uh, Dean, where did you feel the same way? What did I add to the enjoyment of the film for you? Yeah, definitely. I don't like I, I don't really know a lot about the video games. I, I still have not played many of them for very long. So really all I know is that 95 movie. Um so this like it's a video game movie. So like the CGI blood and great. I don't care. That's what I'm going to see on a video game. Like it, it felt fine to me. I didn't really it didn't bother me at all. Um I actually thought all those fatalities were so cool. I thought all those like the big fire dragon coming out, lighting someone on fire. Awesome. Like they were just, they all got me so pumped and just seeing like all the blood all over the screen. I don't know. I, I loved it. I think that's why I loved it. Cause I didn't have all this history with the games. I just, I was expecting like a video game movie and it taught me things. It taught me things about Mortal Kombat. So uh, yeah, I, I thought the, the blood was fine. And Tim, did, did the blood and the violence help your enjoyment at all? Yeah, it did actually. I, I liked the I liked the gore. Um, I, I think Zach is right. The the ease at at how they did the gore, I think I didn't like just how easy they could like slice people open. But I, I didn't mind seeing the gore. Um, that's one of the things that kind of got me into it early was that first fight scene with uh, with Scorpion and Sub Zero, and uh, Scorpion's just like violently killing these ninja. And it was I was kind of like I was like that's where I thought this was going to be something pretty fun. Uh, so yeah, that didn't bother me, and I, I really enjoyed the fatalities. I I would have liked a little bit more fan service with the fatalities because I think it's so hard to pull off a fatality in the video game. I would have liked to have seen them just in some way incorporate that into the movie, like have have the character sort of struggle a little bit to actually pull one off. They seem to just come out at the at just at whenever, like there was just no setup to it or anything. You just a fatality would be unleashed. So. I loved seeing them. It looked great on screen. This movie looks fantastic. It's it's a big budget movie. Um, Zach, I think it did come out in theaters though. I think they did release it in theater as well as uh, HBO Max. But well, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, t- so Tim, you're saying you wanted to see them like step up, go back, bend down, uh, yeah, yeah, up, exactly. And then I was like, uh, uh, didn't, didn't pull it off. I couldn't do anything. <laughs> Shit. Sure, so, the just, like, I, you know what? You know what, Adam? Yes, I would have liked that better. I think I would. It would at least would have made me laugh, and I would have said that. I can, I can, that, that's what I remember. I remember, or yeah, even maybe it is some sort of like two or three step process you have to do 
to pull it off. And maybe it, it would be funny if they try to do it and they actually actually can't pull it off and then have to retry it later when they get an opportunity. Something like that, I think it would have worked for me because it's just a little bit more of the video game in there. They, you know what they could have done? They could have done that with Kano because he was the comic relief where he could have tried. He was he couldn't decide what he was going to do. And then I fucking, he just uppercut him. Because that's what we all did. Yep. We couldn't figure yeah, it out. Right. And then fuck it, we all just uppercut it. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, J- John, my man, what, what were your thoughts on the fatalities? Yay or nay? Eh, I mean, there was I, I liked the the tributes. I liked the fan service and aspect of that. I'm with Zach, though. Like, a lot of the gore did not look good. Uh, in fact, a lot of the CGI didn't look all that great, and, and that did kind of ruin some of it for me. Although I, I, you know, I can't say that the '95 was better. It was way, way worse. <laughs> yeah. um, even though I could watch that movie a lot more than than this one, I think if I think I think I'm with Zach. If it was more realistic, I might have been able to get in. Um, I didn't get to talk about Cole. I wanted to say something though. Oh, get me on Cole, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> Uh, to me, Cole in this movie is the same as Shia LaBeouf in the Transformers. I don't give a Ooh. fuck about any yeah. character I've never seen before. Give me the characters I love. That is why this is fucking here. Why do we have this person here? Nothing yeah. against Louis Tan. Great actor. This character meant nothing to me. His, his journey meant nothing to me. And uh, Hard to argue with that. Noted. Yeah, I think they're trying to bring heart into the movie with that. I think they're trying to bring his family in and have that meaningful. I don't care about, I don't want that in my moral (laughs) movie. I don't want his family. I don't want him trying to save them. And then when he sees them in trouble, he like becomes more powerful. And how, how long was he trying to cut them out of the ice at the end? It was like (laughs) enough's enough already. You, you can't do it. Like, I don't know. Even before that, there was a point when I was watching um, when I was like, you just left your family. Like he was in this thing. Like, I don't think I would have just ditched my family for whatever the hell was going on. Like he, he, he seemed like a bad father to me. <laughs> and, and this, this was my point of like them trying to do all these mental gymnastics and like, it doesn't work with like his family. Like, he's got to go here now, right? He's got to go train and, but that leaves his family vulnerable. It's like, why would you do that? Whereas there's so many characters pre-existing, like John said, you know, a character that pre-exists in the Mortal Kombat universe that has family and connections that could have just been mined right there, you know? And like, or even just like Sonya and Jax, it's a, it's a relationship they could have, you know, merged a little bit better and given something totally. there, you know? And, but yeah, I'm with you, John. I, you have so many people to choose from. Why make a new guy? And, and if you're going to do that, you make a guy that I don't even, wouldn't even want to play as. It reminds me of when they added the, you know, in the very first Hellboy movie, they had to add that guy, you know, the new guy on the team. We all hated him because he wasn't in the comics and his story was pointless, just like Cole's. Sucked. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'll say they, they totally, yeah, I agree with Adam that they bitched out uh, Liu Kang big time. Like, come on, that is, he's an iconic character. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, he's so much better. Han Solo, like, kind of cheesed it out. You know, just doesn't make sense. I will say, I loved seeing Jax get his arms uh, ripped off. Yes. Mm-hmm. But what about his chicken arms, though? That made me laugh every time. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> before, <laughs> before we get into Jax's nubbins, D- Dustin, real quick, what were your thoughts on the fatality, bud? Weigh in on that, real quick. Uh, yeah, for the most part, I liked them. I mean, it's true that the CG blood was not not the best, and especially you know even in the opening fight sequence, which is pretty awesome and probably like the best part of the movie, like you guys were saying. Um, right away, the the blood squibs things bothered me, but 
but uh, Dean's got a point. Like it is a video game movie and the over the top factor doesn't really bother me in terms of the fatalities. I thought the Kung Lao one specifically was really fucking awesome. Like cutting the person vertical with the hat. Yeah. Um, so there were some cool moments with that stuff, the ripping the heart out Kano and the, you know, seeing the someone's spinal cord inside of them. I do wish we got the Sub-Zero spinal cord uh, rip out. That yeah. would have been, been good. But uh, overall, I was I was pleased with the fatalities. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so Jax's nubbin arms. Um, one thing that I didn't love about the, the the story was that everyone has to find their inner, you know, chi type of thing. Of course, that has got nothing to do with with the the video games. Um, Ninjago. I, yeah, you know. And, and the, oh my God! All right, oh, what John, did they call it? Uh, Ar- Arcana or Arcana something? or something? Yeah. J- John, because because I've missed you on the call one. Start us off on on the Arcana, and, and let's just group together the whole like idea of the birthmark thing. You know, are, yeah. <laughs> both of those are because they're kind of tied together. You know what I mean? I I didn't I didn't care for. I'm sorry, I didn't. It's not that I didn't care for the birthmark thing. The birthmark thing didn't bother me. I mean, if that's how they want to get them there, that's how they want to get them there. That's fine. I don't, I don't know if that's really the MacGuffin of that, but that's just how they get them there. Um, I didn't care for the Arcana thing either. It did not. It really didn't do anything for me. Um, I, I thought it was incredibly stupid when Jax's arms all of a sudden evolved into the bigger like that. That just seems really, really. Because I mean, where was that stuff hiding? <laughs> I mean, that he came from nothing. So it came from magic. <laughs> came from his, his arcana. His arcana <laughs> yeah. is same same place the fire is hiding. Luke <laughs> so, so Dean, <laughs> good point. So Dean, the arcana stuff. It, that was that was no problems whatsoever with that. Yeah, I think I think for me the main thing is that I watched. I, I love the 1995 movie, and I watched it right before. I watched this one and I watched it with my wife and she's asking me a ton of questions about what the hell is going on. And I have no answers. I don't know how the tournament works. I don't know why this person's fighting this person. I don't know why, who's human, who has powers, what's going on. So then we put this movie on and now I can start uh, now. Now we both know what's going on. She doesn't have to ask me questions anymore. Right. It's like, we, we, we understand that they have a way that they can get these special powers um, and there is no tournament because honestly, I just don't get how a tournament would work. I haven't like, as far as I know, in the game, you have, you are one character and you have to fight a bunch of bad people. How does that work in a movie? There's a bunch of good characters. Like there's no bracket here. Otherwise there's going to be two good characters that have to play each other somewhere. I, d- I don't get the tournament. So I kind of liked that the tournament wasn't part of it. And I kind of like this Arcana thing. Cause it explained to me why some people have powers and some people don't. So you're saying you've never seen, you know, like Bloodsport or the Crunch Dragon or yeah, totally. I totally get that. That isn't good versus evil. That is people fighting each other. They make friends and they could fight each other later. They, They just make friends with other people there and they could end up on the same side. I don't get the good versus evil, how a bracket works. Right. Right. Well, and, and that's the thing. The the interesting thing is the the original game and 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 a lot of the story in between matches is fleshed out in that remake, that JJ Abrams style remake one that they did in part nine. But yeah, that, that it's like 
it was just more of like, yeah, you draw people in. There was no like Shang Tsung standing with his guys and Raiden standing with his guys, although it, it, it does sort of happen that way. But in actuality, you know, they could all be having bedrooms next to one another. You know, it's not that segregated behind the scenes. And I felt that's what would make it interesting. Like actually Sonya and Kano getting into it behind the scenes, you know, someone breaking them up, like not now, you got to do it in the, the tournament. I still think you could have mined a lot of those. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I still think you could have mined a lot of those things. But, you know, John, you know, you brought it up. Uh, Dustin, you guys both mentioned uh, tournament style stuff. Um, Dustin, do you think like a, a Bloodsport style or Enter the Dragon style tournament would have worked in 2021? You know, would it work today for, for a Mortal Kombat? Or do we need more as an audience to, to bite into? Uh, no, I totally think you could do it that way. And and often when I've watched, like we did Street Fighter, the, the 94, I believe, movie not that long ago on our show. And yeah, it was the same thing. We're like, well, there's no tournament at all whatsoever. There's no street fighting in this Street Fighter movie. Why didn't they just take a Bloodsport template and, you know, get, you know, you can throw some story stuff in between what's happening in the tournament um it's like you know Bloodsport has a story going on as well as the tournament so i think there's a way to do it and uh it makes sense of that on the, on the other hand this seems to lead into the second movie being the tournament uh, the way that we leave off in this movie that seems like okay this was all the preamble now we're gonna get a sequel whether or not you want it uh <laughs> and that'll have your actual tournament happening so yeah, I don't know. It, I think you could do it and still make it uh, totally viable as a movie. But I get it. You know, if you're if you're like Dean, and I'm sure a lot of people are watching this movie that never played Mortal Kombat, so the tournament doesn't mean anything to them anyway, right? True. Yeah. No, you're you're 100 correct on that. Um, Adam, what are, what are your thoughts on on a tournament versus sort of what we had here, more skirmishes? Um, I didn't have too many problems with it, only because yeah, I kind of agree how it's always has been earth realm versus uh you know outworld uh and then how does that tournament bracket work dean's right with that is just kind of weird um but uh, i would actually kind of want to go back to some of the arcana stuff or not really there well I, I had no problems with the arcana stuff i think it was an interesting way to try and explain because they were trying to put this into the quote-unquote real world it's like how the fuck do some of these people <laughs> have these powers they have to okay figure it out somehow sure whatever i'll allow that um, my kind of problem in there is they had a real missed opportunity in the writing, in my opinion, where they kept emphasizing Sonya Blade, you're not good enough because you'll never get Arcana because you don't have the symbol. You're just never going to be good enough. I thought they had a real good chance to be like her, prove herself that she doesn't need that shit and she's a good enough fighter mm -hmm. as is and she'll earn her in her way that way. And even when she killed Kano and she earned her mark, she didn't need to you know, figure something out because she's good enough. And then they just kind of like, oh wait, no, all of a sudden she can shoot rings from her hand. Is that a thing in the game? I've never fucking yeah. seen that. Yeah, she, that's that's like her one Well, that's fucking stupid yeah. because she doesn't need a goddamn thing. Like, <laughs> it, it, there should be some characters who don't need to, to blast something. Yeah, um, that's a I good point too, because now Kano is dead. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't get him for another movie. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, we need him. Thank God. <laughs> God damn it, Zach. Damn it, Zach. <laughs> Zing. Zing. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, John, what were you going to say, buddy? I said the to Adam's point about like the stuff just happening, it happens a lot in this movie where things just happened with no explanation. <laughs> exactly. How the fuck did Scorpion get out of hell? Right. Or, 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 showed up. 
or why did he why did he go to hell like why did yeah. his body physically go to hell in the first place you know and then thing happened a lot throughout the throughout the movie and then no explanation as to like why Bihan is is still alive in Outworld like I mean you could just give me something say Shang Tsung's wizardry kept him alive all these years or something like that um now of course they're clearly uh, by the end of it turning him into Noob Saibot uh which is canon for the video game Noob Saibot the Black Ninja is actually uh, uh Bihan uh which was the very first Mortal Kombat Sub-Zero after that from 2 on is his brother and he's the good Sub-Zero but like Mortal Kombat 1 canon- canonical he's bad and then he becomes and scorpion kills him in the tournament and he becomes noob cybot later and clearly they're doing that and i do think that that fans of of the series were like either consulted or something like i do feel like they they deconstructed a lot because they were like you need to use the 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 damage the fighting to open up your arcana and and the basically the more violent it is the the better you're gonna like get to your arcana or whatever and i was like okay i can see that as a point like they're like okay let's deconstruct mortal Kombat. why is it super violent well what if the violence helps the fighters on you know i can see like all these little points that they tried to do i just wish they kind of exercised uh, uh something from that but one thing that I absolutely adored about the film was the designs of mo- a lot of the characters and the overall look of the movie I thought was fantastic. Um, my personal two favorites were, I thought Sub-Zero looked cool as hell, Bihan, uh, also my favorite character of all, a video game character of all time. And I thought Cabal was highly underrated. I thought he looked, he cool looked fantastic yeah. i was like wow that that is truly inspired i mean it looks almost identical to the video game version if not they better yeah. they honestly i would say that's the best looking version of cabal and i was like oh wow i want more of that and he's dead him and cable are dead <laughs> but uh but yeah the the aesthetic of the film everyone seems to love the first act that first opening act uh, i thought that was gorgeous the whole sub-zero versus scorpion thing i thought that was amazing but i do want to like circle around and inject some uber uber positivity in here and uh and what is it that we really did actually enjoy about the movie even from us hardcore the guys that we we didn't like it you know what did what did you guys enjoy about the film uh tim you 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 kick us off what what did you grasp on you're like you know what this is fine I, i enjoyed this right here yeah, I mean, the stuff that I'm not liking is mostly like story and um, mostly the story. But so there's there was a lot of, you know, good stuff in it. I thought the character design was probably the best for me. Uh, I, I just thought like almost all the characters looked really unique. They were very identifiable. Uh, I agree. Cabal looked really cool. I thought he was a little bit too beefy. Um, I know you're an, you're an armor file though. So you, the more, the merrier for you, Corey, but I, I thought he had a little bit too much armor on, but I loved the, I loved his eyes. I loved the way that he kind of would like move quickly with the purple streak, uh, his weapon very much like the video game really, really loved him. I thought Sub-Zero looked great. So the character design really, really good. Uh, this was the first time I actually ever liked Sonya Blade in any of these movies. I thought she did a really, really good job in it. Uh, and then, yeah, like the production value, I just thought it was a really good looking movie. Lots of um, good, uh, good special effects. Uh, that's, that's probably what I would say for, for the positives. Okay. Z- uh, Zach, Zach, the snack. What, uh, what, uh, what'd you think, buddy? What'd you like the best about it? I totally agree about the, uh, 
about the the tournament. I would love to have seen an actual legit tournament. And I think just going back really quick, I think one with a lot of these movies, I feel like they the they need to go back and look at like pro wrestling storylines where you have bad guys teaming up with good guys and, you know, look at the Crockett cup or, uh, you know, old school NWA wrestling where these guys suddenly are teaming up with each other. It's like, you can build something pretty decent. If you, if you go back and look at the, some of the, uh, the tropes that they used in the good old days of wrestling. Um, that being said, I agree. I, I thought Sonya Blade was pretty decent. Um, I actually like the overall unknown, well, to me anyways, relatively unknown cast. Uh, I think that kind of legitimizes the characters a little bit more versus you go, oh, that's the guy from Seinfeld. Oh, that's the guy from Mad About You. Oh, that's the guy from uh, Murder, She Wrote. <clears throat> Kramer uh, as Sub-Zero. <laughs> I was going to say, that would be a hell of a Mortal Kombat movie right there. Jessica Tandy as Scorpion. Get over here, you son of a bitch. Academy um, Award winner, <laughs> Jessica Tandy. Hal oh, Holbrook as Jax. <laughs> I don't know. So, no, anyways. Um, no, I, I appreciated that. I thought I think overall the the you know even though a lot of the acting was flat and that yeah that that falls a lot on the director of like come on you can put a little more into the scene or whatever, uh, but but I appreciated that I thought the yeah I agree with you the aesthetic was great the opening was fantastic uh, I could watch that opening two or three times instead of the overall film um, <laughs> no I mean that's not even a knock on the movie I just I thought the opening was really solid and. As much as I like, I said, as much as I don't like the CGI blood, the uh, the, the the fighting and the and the and the choreography was fantastic. Overall, choreography was great. Best choreography uh, beats the hell out of '90s action movies. You know, mainstream, anyways. This is probably one of the the better mainstream action movie choreographed films of late that I've seen. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not quite Raid, but yeah, it's it's it is a bit more beefy. Uh, John. Raid Raid, oh, Raid's sorry. more. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say Raid, Raid being more like independent foreign film. This being, you know, an American, quote unquote, yeah. American movie. They did a pretty damn good job. Um, you know, I'd say Judge Dredd was the the best since this. But best since Judge Dredd, I guess. You mean Dredd? Dredd. 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 Yeah. No, no. He he means the fucking. Stallone. He means the Stallone, Stallone. movie. <laughs> yeah, I love Stallone. Come on. Yeah. Rob Schneider, yeah, okay. yeah, Rob Schneider, the the giant of, that is Rob Schneider. Uh, John, buddy, you, what'd you think? Uh, I mean, I loved Hiroyuki Sonata. I mean, that guy <laughs> can do no wrong in my eyes. I mean, he, yeah, I love every, you know, even if he's in a bad movie, I I always loved seeing him in it. Um, and I was actually very excited to find out he was going to be playing Scorpion. Scorpion is my favorite uh, Mortal Kombat character, so I was. That's the other problem that I had is I was highly anticipating seeing a lot of Scorpion in this movie and I didn't get it. So automatically I was disappointed. Yeah. I, I almost felt like when he went to hell, <laughs> that I feel like they're going to like, they, they're like, let's just save this for a comic book or like an animated film or something. But I'm like, but what is he doing in hell? Like for like, a thousand years or whatever oh, it was that's the backstory you have to look forward to in the second film man. <laughs> god damn it god damn it dusted well you're talking what what would you think buddy uh well for positives i mean i gotta probably mostly reiterate what tim was saying i mean effects mostly good uh, character designs pretty awesome in this um most of them i thought were close enough or, or nailed 
you know, the look of the characters in the game, or at least how they should look in a movie. So that stuff was all good. Uh, some of the s- sets and locations, although I guess a lot of them would have been CG uh, stuff, but uh, I was really excited to see the pit, even though they didn't use it properly. Uh, but I mean, it, it was cool to see Jax's fatality, but it's just why do it on the pit? That's still bugging me. Sorry, yeah, I know why there <laughs> of all things. And then when when Melina and Sonya were fighting on this little bridge thing at the begin, like at the beginning of their fight, I was like, is that a pit? Like, are they trying to homage the pit there? Oh yeah, but yeah, that didn't happen. Um, uh, yeah. Actually, I just I forgot that Melina was in this. They didn't really give her much to much to do but uh oh and then natara is that the character with her wings yeah yeah. i had to look her up because i didn't know that character she was from like the fourth or fifth game they brought her in i think deception yeah mortal kombat deception but they bring her in and then just kill her immediately (laughs) anyway but i guess you got to have some fodder in a a movie like this yeah um yeah yeah, i don't know i mean tim kind of covered all the positive aspects i think because you know the story stuff yeah not not so great (laughs) adam give us something positive that we haven't mentioned yet give us something that you liked that we haven't even talked about yet Um, or dean where if you guys have something take all the time you need (laughs) all the time in the world i'll say the uh the natara lady she was pretty fucking hot she was. Yeah, she was (laughs) i didn't know that shang sung uh you know do they bang in the is that canonical (laughs) <laughs> i mean she's pretty hot looking in the uh, the, the video game so he, he should i'm a great sure interest in her <laughs> he did. you guys he got should. a thing for winged ladies eh yeah <laughs> um, i didn't i didn't dislike shang sung it's impossible to meet the standard that Ter- carrie tagawa set because that is yeah. forever the perfect shang yeah, sung for sure yeah. Yeah. yeah but i thought you know they they also didn't they utilized him fine for some stuff but they didn't give me too much if they gave me the amount of shang sung in this one that they did in 95 it would have been like okay meh that's just too much and you're not gonna live up to the standard but like i thought i thought they handled that kind of stuff well um and you know yeah he looked he looked solid I, the guy i'm sorry to go back negative but i had issues with raiden and mostly it was his acting and i think they they dubbed him and it didn't fit very well with his voice um it looked yeah. off to me yeah, I liked the look of Raiden. I thought his armored shoulder pads were neat as hell looking, but I was not feeling the guy that that yeah, he was playing no. him. And then, like, I saw later, like, who it was, and I'm like, I think I usually like that guy. Like, why is he? Why am I not liking him as Raiden? And yeah, dude, Shang Tsung, like. And again, I thought his costume design was fantastic. Um, I liked the way the guy portrayed it. But the problem is, yeah, it, you just can't even hold a candle to Car- Terry Takawa, uh, Carrie Takawa. And it's just, he had so much personality just exploding out of him that damn, you almost like, you almost want them just not even to put Shang Tsung in it because it just, you couldn't live up to it. Um, Diener, my man, give us something you just really love that none of us have, have latched onto yet. That's hard, man. You're all saying <laughs> all the things that are good about this movie, but, uh, what I did like as a fan of the first movie and not playing a lot of the games, I liked Goro in this movie that he wasn't in it very much. And that he just came out in a like important moment of the movie. He was only used like in a small amount of the movie um, came out. Cole was able to, you know, find his, whatever his, his chi and then, you know, gut him and like put a stick in his eye. I just, I liked that use of Goro because I, 
hate Goro in that 1995 movie. All he does is stand there and yell with his forearms. Hey, the he's the only practical effect in the fucking movie. The he looks <laughs> hey, yeah, true. He looks great. Yes, Goro looks great in that movie. But everyone's doing their cool little, you know, intro before they fight. They're doing their moves and stuff. And he just stands there with his forearms in the air and screams. That's all he can do. I can't wait till that guy gets thrown off the cliff. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I like the use of him in this movie. I like that they teased it a bit. Uh, and then he came out, you know, he's CG. He looked not, not very good. And then he got killed. I, I, I like that part. Yeah. I had I had World of Warcraft the movie uh flashbacks when the yes. CG Goro came out. hundred percent, man. That's exactly what I thought. It looks a lot like those characters. <laughs> I, I've never actually seen that one. Um, but I oh, you're did, missing out, buddy. <laughs> apparently. Uh, but yeah, I did like the fatality that Cole did on Goro. I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, I thought he was fun looking, like I, you know. I thought it was fine what they did with him because, uh, yeah, I mean, Dean, as much as I love the, the original movie, it's, yeah, Goro is a hard thing to sort of buy into because also, too, I never found it to be an, an interesting, like, story point or a feat of strength because to fight, like, a mountain. It's like, you know, like, no one can beat him. It's like, come on. Like, that's just ridiculous. I'd rather see, like, a 20-minute fight of, like, two people who are, like, perfectly matched than fighting people with someone trying to fight, like, a four-armed monster, you know? So I'm, I'm like, okay. Yeah, I, and, and I never quite loved Goro to begin with, like, ever in the video games or anything. So that didn't bother me so much. It was more just how it was, like, worked into the story. And Cole's like, oh, I'm going to quit. Oh, I'm back. Oh, I'm going to quit. Oh, I'm back and i'm like oh my god pick a pick a lane and stay in it you know um (laughs) commit either commit to quitting or commit to going well full tail boogie one of the two uh that's a hard thing to buy man and you're in your tag or your protagonist is is oh yeah no you don't want it you don't want a wishy-washy protagonist that always (laughs) brings me right in man (laughs) dude because the hero's journey man like like no hero like gives up like in the third act and like goes home they have a moment where they give up and then they find their inner strength but they don't like go home and i was like okay but whatever that's fine um yeah so mortal kombat 2021 i mean i kind of don't have any more talking points to really go into it i think we kind of covered a lot of things here and honestly at this point if you're listening to this I don't know what to tell you. Either you're going to watch it or you're not. I, I don't. I don't have any clue. It, it seems very divided online between our friend group. It seems divided. Even in my own household, we're divided. Uh, Adam, <laughs> did did Keisha watch it with you at all? Fuck no. I didn't. I, I should have known that as it came out of my mouth. Uh, Dean, your wife watched it with you. Did anyone's uh, significant others? Mine did. Dean's did. Uh, John. Yeah, mine did. Yours did. What what did she think? Me. Sure. Okay. <laughs> hers, hers was probably slightly more positive than mine was. Okay. Okay. Uh Tim? Negative. Negative. Uh Dustin? No, are you kidding me? I'd never convinced my wife to watch some shit like this. <laughs> <laughs> Zach. I uh, so I'm watching it and and my wife comes upstairs and and she's like, Are you enjoying your movie? And I go, does it look like I am? And she goes, oh, she goes, do you want to turn it off? I said, no, I have to watch the rest of it. <laughs> so she sat down and she's like, oh God, this is gory. I go, yeah, but it's all digital. So it doesn't really matter. It doesn't, it doesn't count. <laughs> I just see you sit on the edge of the bed, slumped over. And she's like, do you want to I come was. upstairs and hang out and do something fun? You're like, 
no, I'm going to watch this. <laughs> no, I, I totally became my dad in that moment. I'm like slumped over, starting to fall asleep on the side of the couch. I'm like, why? Well, come on, wake up. Come on, come on. 20 more minutes, I can do this. I can do this. Fucking Kano's dead, thank God. <laughs> God damn it. You're the first person I've heard shit on Kano. Oh, I, gotta... I, I plan to be the first and probably the last. <clears throat> oh, I'm sure there's others out there that, yeah. that didn't care well, for his I just, brand. You know, uh, th- this brings up a, a good point, though, as far as like video game movies are concerned. And if this, because, you know, for, for decades, right, people have been clamoring for a Mortal Kombat movie like this with the short films and the uh, and just leading up to this, everyone's been, been wanting this movie. And, and it, I think overall, it's safe to say that, that, you know, across the board, this movie didn't, this isn't like the second coming of Christ. Uh, and and, and the, at the same time, too, it's not the drizzling shits, right? It's somewhere in the middle. Um, it's kind of scary for me as far as like if, if video game movies are going to be continuing to come out and the potential of like a Street Fighter movie that gets remade, and that clearly could be remade. <laughs> I mean, it should be remade. Um, I hope that this is looked at and said, okay, well, what can we learn from this and like make it better for the next one? Yeah, but is that really going to happen? I mean, no, we've had how many, how many years of video game adaptations now? Look, and like, like Go how West many, said, how many of them are good? Thinking, so, you know, it's, uh... <laughs> well, it's good to be hopeful. I mean, <laughs> no, none of them. I mean, like none of them like blow your socks off, I think. Uh, but, but, but I'm hopeful that. Except know, for Double Dragon, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> anything with Alyssa Milano that goes. Well, yeah, they have some gratuitous ass cool. shots, and those are those are okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, uh, Tim! You look like you're about to say something. I did want to say something. Yeah, thanks, Corey. Uh, I there were a, characters that I wanted to be in the movie, and there were too many heroes who survived this movie that I wasn't expecting to survive, yeah. and I think that like those things were some of the reasons I had a problem with this movie. And then by the end, I think I kind of understood what they're doing here. I think they're trying to set up more than one movie, uh, potentially, you know, three or four. I wish they would have said that going into this. If I knew that this was going to be a series, I probably could have been a little bit easier on it. I don't know if that's their plan. I think they're probably trying to see how much money this movie makes before they commit to anything. But that's one of the major problems. I think they've confirmed three already. Oh, have they? Okay. They've definitely confirmed two for sure. So that's one of the problems I have with with (laughs) movies is is they make you make the first one um, and you don't put everything into it because you're you've got more coming up. So you're gonna make two or three. So they save, they've got a lot of good ideas and they only put some of them in the first one, some of them in the second, and then they save the big thing for the third. I like movies that just go all out in the first one. And if it's successful and the writers are smart enough, they'll come up with more ways to make the second one and the third one better. So that's why this one kind of fails for me. But um, one of the reasons I will give it a bit of a pass is because I think maybe after seeing all three of them, maybe some of my concerns, some of my questions will be answered and I might not look back on this one as harshly as I do. It, and I, I agree with that point. And I've heard you make that point on talking back uh, that, you know, don't make a movie with a franchise in mind. And it seems like that's what everybody does these days. If you watch the original Mortal Kombat, for whatever reasons, you know, uh, pluses or minuses, at least it finishes that story. The thing at the end with Shao Kahn, you know, coming in and it, it's funny and everything, but it doesn't. 
I don't feel like they left anything behind. They just, they gave you a little bit something to hope to, to wet your whistle for the next time. This one here, I forgot who said it. We didn't see the fatality of the, the Sub-Zero neck rip. That's because you know they're saving that for the next movie. You know what I mean? Like, right. it just felt like they were saving that. And and I agree with you that you shouldn't make a movie with, like, a franchise in mind, unless you already have, like, everything already ready to go and it's something huge. But even, like, the first Harry Potter didn't feel like it was the first of like a, a series of films. It felt like they wrapped things up pretty well in the first movie. It's only like Lord of the Rings where the source material is already going to be a trilogy. It's like, okay, I get it. Um, Zach and Tim, those are really good, like sort of wrap up thoughts and everything. So I'm going to kind of go around and sort of get everybody else's uh, uh, final thoughts on the movie. Dustin, just because you're, you, you, Tim and Zach are all in my, my bottom row. I'll just knock you out uh, <laughs> next. Uh, what, what are your final thoughts on the movie? Yeah, uh, it's an okay time. Uh, I think, you know, if you were into the the old games, there's enough here to get some enjoyment out of it, but you shouldn't go in with like high expectations by any means. Uh, Got to go back and agree with Adam that Raiden and Liu Kang really sucked in this movie. I wish they, like they should be two of the more important characters and they just kind of whiffed on that. But yeah, it, it's okay. Uh, uh, it's not something I can imagine going back to often, but I, I imagine, you know, once a sequel comes out, maybe I'll go back and see this or maybe I'll, well, no, I won't have to do it for our podcast because we're going <laughs> to release this across, <laughs> across the platform. So, uh, yeah, it's not likely that I'll see it again, uh, but well, I didn't. Would you, would you guys have covered it on Action Action anytime soon? Uh. Yeah, we we talked about it before this came up, so we we probably would have done it. We haven't even done the original. Maybe we'll go back and do the original. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. Let's uh, let's inject some positivity into this, uh, Adam, my man. <laughs> Give us some love. Give us some some unbridled yeah. love. So, um, everything that everybody's been saying, you know, with the the negative aspects, is all pretty true. Other than Zach, who's a fucking idiot who doesn't like Kano, <laughs> um, <laughs> but. I, I want to say if you came in with super high expectations get off your fucking high horse it's mortal fucking combat the first movie is camp awesomeness the second movie is camp atrociousness and this movie is in the middle but like it's got good stuff going for it i really enjoyed myself um i will probably watch it again at some point you know i yeah I definitely Liu Kang was done dirty. Raiden just not up to the potential that he should have done. But like, fuck it, man. Have a good time. I had a damn good time watching this one. And of course, yeah, there are some really good stuff. You got two Scorpion versus Sub-Zero fights. So everyone who said, oh, I didn't get enough fucking Scorpion. Fuck off. You got two Scorpion versus Sub-Zero <laughs> fights. One before they became it and then one after that. So you had what you wanted. This movie gave you a fucking fan service and I had a good time. You're not wrong. You're not wrong with with the Scorpion Sub-Zero. We did get a, a decent amount, especially watching it a second time. I actually really enjoyed the second fight, you know, with the full powers and everything. Um, I know Tim didn't love the sort of fighting in that frozen cage match. I thought visually, I thought that was kind of neat when he'd get thrown against the the, the cage and the, the ice would fall off of it. Uh, although I am with you, Tim. How long could the, those family, those the the sis, the mom and the daughter survive inside of the the encased in ice? But whatever. Um, the opposite of a opposite of a hell in a cell match. Right. <laughs> <laughs> opposite of an inferno match. Yeah, Actually, yeah okay, even better, par, even better, even better. On par with an inferno match because both matches kind of sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. 
Uh, I, I will say real quick one little tiny thing that I liked of all the references that they made in, in the movie. Um, I did like when when Sony's kind of explaining everything to him, and Cole Cole's like, "Are you sure about all this?" I mean, they spelled the name wrong, and I was like, yeah, that "Okay, was funny. That, that was, was funny. funny. That was good." Yeah. That, uh, that made me laugh out loud. Actually, I was yeah. like, "Okay, yeah." Yeah, you know, it didn't offset the uh, five times that his daughter kept yelling, do your uppercut, do your uppercut. I was like, <laughs> fuck it, just stop saying uppercut, stop saying uppercut. We get it. That was the best movie. We get it. Um, oh, just- do you think Do you oh. think they're going to pull out an arcana for her down the line? I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's encouraging bracelet. everybody to do their uppercut. That's what her arcana is going to be. You can buy her matching bracelet on Etsy right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, one, one thing we didn't talk about at all was Johnny Cage. What did you guys think about the fact that he wasn't, in the movie at all and, and he was teased at the end um yeah would have loved to have seen him but it definitely it, it felt like yeah they're just this was a prequel this almost felt like a prequel i, I will yeah, say this okay. really quick I, what tim was saying about you know going go doing the whole thing in one go uh for for a movie that was an hour and 50 minutes long i expected it to have more of a wrap-up versus a continuation a continuation at 90 minutes you know, um, but to me, it was like, that's way too long to be doing that. And I, I, you guys know, I prescribe to the carpenter theory, the old OG carpenter theory. It's like, put all your cards out on the table and, and, and leave it, you know, leave the cliffhanger open, but not so much to the point where you're like, oh, a sequel's coming versus I want it to be like, you could make this a standalone and it could be a potential, you know, trip part of first part of a trilogy. But, uh, I think that's just a change in how bu- the business works now, right? Like there's yeah, a shift totally in that is. whole dynamic of how they sh- they plan for these kind of franchises. It totally is. And it makes total sense the way they did it. And I'm not begrudging them at all because it, it's a business, you know, it's unfortunately it's a business and they got to make it that way. I just felt like it was a little too long in that for it to be like the first part of two more, you know? Or yeah. fuck, if you're going to do that, make it a solid 215 and just go full out. Show every scene that you cut, put it all into one thing. And now that, that shit's streaming and people are not necessarily, I know it came out in theater too, a limited run or whatever, but you know most people are at home watching it and just do the whole thing. They can watch it in three parts. I mean, you know, like We just series. learned that people will watch a Justice League movie for four hours. So yeah, why not? Exactly. <laughs> just do yeah. the fucking thing. I only fell asleep I twice during that, Tim. <laughs> I think if you're going to like make the sequel, I like ending this one kind of at the one hour mark where the bad guys win. Like let that kind of be the ending and let's, let's move into the second one with the good guys trying to make their way back. Like I I didn't understand that fight. Like Sonya Blade, she got, she has no powers and she completely got crushed by a rock, but Jax lifted it off and she was fine. I was kind of waiting for that to be her arcana moment. Like she was somehow going to show that, she had power in like death or something like that. But anyways, I like, I like the end right there. I like the bad guys winning this one. And then let's go from there. Take it from there. If you want to move your franchise on. Totally. It's, yep. it's weird. I don't feel like, uh, uh, Adam, what's her name? Is it Bridget Sampras in the, f- yeah. Brid- Bridget Nielsen Sampras. Like she was the worst fighter in the first movie. <laughs> and true. this, this girl, this lady is a better she fighter. Was, she was Billy Madison's girlfriend though. So I, I know. Her pass. That Veronica Vaughn is <laughs> one hot piece of ace. Sorry. <laughs> that's, that's why I asked you. I knew you were going to come back with something, but for some reason, 
I felt like they made Sonya less empowered in this movie than in in the previous one. And uh, I don't know. I just felt like they did uh, Sonya dirty. Um, I, I we still have uh, John and Dean's. I'll just do mine since I'm I'm chattering. Um, yeah, I I will say <laughs> we all know how I feel about the movie. Uh, I will say the second time watching it, I did like it a little bit more, and I was able to get into it more. It's not to say I'm going to like it more every time I watch it. It's not to say I'm going to watch it more. Because honestly, I would rather watch the original, right? Like uh, over this one. But if if a sequel does come out, I will watch the sequel. Um, I might rewatch this before watching the sequel, sure. But I, I'm I'm it's Mortal Kombat. I'm gonna be on board no matter what. Um, but I'm just you know whatever. I, I love the canon of the the video game, and I know some of that stuff isn't gonna translate, but. A tournament could have and also the tournament would have fixed all of your weird story problems that i think we we had but you know that's neither here nor there uh to end on a positive note i'm gonna have john next and then we're gonna finish it off with dean because i do want to end things positively john my man what are your overall thoughts buddy why would you say positive and then go to me yeah, no, because we're gonna end with Dean. You first, then Dean. We're gonna end positively. I got nothing to say. Fuck it. Move on. <laughs> Scorpion rules. I'm with John too. By the way, I just I would have liked to seen more Scorpion exposition. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, I few, think you could few good actors in the movie, and he didn't yeah, really come get to on, say a lot. Like that shit. Um, Dean, my man. What? Uh, and it's positively, buddy. What was? What were your full on thoughts of this? My full-on thoughts were that I had a lot of fun watching this movie. Um, I I watch a lot of movies, so this one was just fine. You know, it was good. I had fun watching this movie. If you watch one movie every month or one movie every two weeks, don't pick this one. Just watch something else. Watch something that's really good. But it's fine. I, ha- I had a lot of fun with it. It was a good Saturday watch. Um, I-, I think it makes a hell of a lot more sense than that 1995 movie, which I love. I think it wraps up way, way more than the first, than the 1995 movie does. Like that, I don't know what you're talking about, Corey. That movie, basically at the end of that movie, it's like, oh, nothing we did this entire movie mattered. Like it's completely open-ended. The world's about to be destroyed. Nothing they did made any <laughs> any difference at all. This you're one not wrong. Actually you're actually not wrong of, about that. Yeah. Kind of has a progression, kind of has, you know, an end. I know it's open. I, I realize it's open for more, but you know, something happened in this movie and something ended this movie. Uh yeah, basically I just I got I got no no big beefs with the movie. Like I wasn't going in expecting it to like really really do something huge for me. You know, I was just ex- expecting to have a good time and I did and uh that's it that's that's well, someone who didn't play the games would say that <laughs> hey yeah, I admit it. did not play those games do not know what this pit you're talking about it is <laughs> God damn it damn it dean <laughs> kid rock sang kid rock sang about it to get in the pit and try to love someone oh christ <laughs> no that's no that's the song they should have ended on that's the kind of cut to uh, credits with that yeah. come on kick into american badass and <laughs> and i i do i did you guys hear the like like a lot of times i heard like like music cues from Mortal Kombat in there and i was like yeah, yeah, i was like yeah, you guys yeah, the, like they were yeah. trying to make a, a soundtrack different and then every time they wanted you to feel something they cued in yeah. something that was nostalgic from the, yeah. either the original movie or just the, it was just the dun, 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 dun you know, and, and they tried to pepper it in there. I was like, just use the score from the original one, guys. I, you know, you want to just do it. Just do it. <laughs> just and do that's it. some Euro trash uh, techno, 90s techno. <laughs> that and yet, Adam- who could <laughs> deny its power? Yes, it's that it was good. powerful. It was powerful. 
Adam, didn't you talk? Would you guys talk about that soundtrack at some point? I that feel soundtrack like... is phenomenal. John and I adore the actual, like uh, the soundtrack itself. Like they, they've pulled in some, like it, they really introduced us to Euro trash techno, but in a good way. We we enjoy it. <laughs> John, do you think we'll have a? Uh, I think he's an done album talking. review. He's fucking done talking. I see him. He's not going to say anything. He doesn't look happy. It uh, it actually had been on the schedule before. We just moved it off. So eventually it'll get eventually it'll make its way back on the schedule. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. That is awesome. Play some Prodigy over the whole thing. <laughs> exactly. Firestarter. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, this was fun. This was our first uh, BFOP Network roundtable discussion. I hope that it's, uh, you know, the the first of, of many in the future. Um, hopefully, whatever movie we discuss again, uh, or whatever we discuss again, maybe a bit more Bring us, bring us together like uh, better than Mortal Kombat did. But uh, let's let's go around and and uh, talk about what what podcasts where we can find each and every one of you. Uh, we'll start with uh, Adam. Sure. Uh, like I said, three different podcasts. Um, you can pretty much just go on the uh, bfopnetwork.com, uh, throw a dart at your screen, and probably about fifty percent of the time you'll hit one of the podcasts I'm on. That's nice. <laughs> John, do you want to elaborate on those podcasts? Other than going to the network website, which you should do, uh, if you want to find us on Instagram or Facebook, you can just search for at Blast Passcast. That's right. Yeah, you guys use that for for everything. Uh, Tim, uh, talking back, what's uh, what's going on over there? Yeah, we uh, we're releasing episodes every Monday and every once in a while on a Friday, and we are at Talkback Pod everywhere. And if you're interested to hear more, just go and find us. Nice, nice. Uh, uh, Dean, any follow-up plugs for Talkback Pod? Uh, maybe the newsletter? Oh, yes, yes. I was just about to plug the newsletter. Um, we have a newsletter that comes out on the first of every month, and uh, uh, it's uh, cool, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> Sold me on it. <laughs> Signed up. <laughs> I was actually reading it before we all logged on here, so good nice. stuff there. Uh, Dustin, where can we find you out there? Yeah, Action Action Podcast. Uh, we're on Instagram. Letterboxd is where you can find our list where we rank the action movies we review. And uh, yeah, don't bother with Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the sentimentality from all of us, although even we do have a BFOP network. But yeah, Facebook, who cares? Um, yeah, and real quick, uh, everyone should check out Action Action on Letterboxd. That is where they are keeping the growing and evolving list of action movies, uh, and it is a ranked list. So the the podcast kind of goes hand in hand with the list, and it's kind of fun to, to go uh, watch, read along, watch along, yada, 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 while you're listening along. So. Uh, Zach, what we my man. say is law. <laughs> exactly. Zach, my man, where, where can we find you out there? Well, besides uh, tearing it up bi-weekly or weekly now at this point with Sleazy C on Podcasting After Dark, you can find me at $2LateFeed.com, uh, 80s nostalgia podcast. We break we don't break down a movie, but we talk about a movie, a song from that movie, pop culture moments from that time that movie came out and we interview a actor or performer from that movie so we have an upcoming interview actually with um annabeth gish who's a big gish. 80s icon uh also from the x-files and uh, a lot of notable recent shows on uh sons of anarchy uh we've got an upcoming interview with 
um, the star of Rad, Bill Allen. And Bill was a great, uh, great interview. Talked about a lot of things from the heydays of the 80s and how he got his start with Rad and all the things he's been doing ever since. Um, yeah, $2 latefee.com. Check me nice. out there. But, you know, as always, find me where the sleaze meets the Z's. <laughs> good. That's a good one. That's new. Never, never heard of that one where the sleaze yeah. meets the Z's on. Be quick on my toes. I know on podcasting after dark. So yeah, I'm, uh, you guys can find me uh, on podcasting after dark and Cartwright talking to my pals about all kinds of nostalgia and fun, like fun stuff. And uh, yeah, everything. Uh, make sure you check out the BFOP network. Uh, like I said, there'll be a link in the show notes because people, people don't forget is another great show. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't have Scott on. Uh, right now who hosts it but it is a great show that we have on the network as well uh, and we also adam and i do uh, a curb your enthusiasm after show that can be found exclusively on the cartwright patreon so we got all kinds of nostalgic fun going on at the bfop network and uh you guys all put on great shows and i love each and every one of them so that's 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 the best part of this for me talking to my friends and people that i respect so thank you guys and once more I'm sorry to make you watch more no, 2021. No, it's good. It's good. It's enjoyable. It's not, it's not great, but it's enjoyable. I know. Yeah, it, it wasn't. It was not a, the worst way to spend an hour and 50 minutes. There could be worse. So, but we hope you guys check yeah, out Mortal every show. Mortal Kombat and... Annihilation is worse. Yes. <laughs> yes. That is true. That is true. And my buddy did uh, ask me today, my buddy Bert, he was like, hey, so which one did you like better? This or Wonder Woman 84? And I was like, God damn it. No, this Mortal is way Kombat. better. This is Mortal way better than Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wonder Force is way trash. better. Way better. Yeah. yeah. Mortal Same Kombat. screenwriter. What? Oh, really? Really? Same screenwriter. Yeah. He just blew my mind. Shocking. Mm. And he's doing um, Shang Chi in the Legend of the Ten Rings and the Ooh. next Into the Spider Verse movie. Interesting. Really? Okay. All right. Well. Does not give me high hopes. Fingers crossed, everyone. <laughs> me neither. Me neither. <laughs> Look out. Jeez. All right. Well, check out all these podcasts and more over at our podcast network website, bfopnetwork.com. That's bfopnetwork.com. And we'll catch you guys on the network side. I don't know. Podcasting side. There you go.